Showing the Youth How to Love God With Testimonies and the Word of God Every Tuesday at 7.30 And hold this in Radio Renovación Tu radio, tu bendición Radio Renovación, pensando en ti, en llevarte la bendición a todo lugar del mundo, a través de la palabra de Dios y la música que trae un mensaje de salvación. Radio Renovación, tu radio, tu bendición. Hello, hello everyone, happy Tuesday and welcome back to Let's Be Real here with Gabriela. And Luis. So today, unfortunately, yeah. Caesar could not be here, you know, but I know he's tuning in and he's yeah. um, ready to what we're going to share today. And maybe he might give us a call later. I don't know. Right. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But I'm so excited to be here another Tuesday that we get to come and share. And I'm so excited for the conversation that we're going to have today, the topic that we have, because it's such a beautiful topic. It's so something so important. And I think something that. As believers, we all do some things that we all um, experience. So, I think that we're all. I think we're gonna enjoy the conversation today. It's yeah, gonna be something sure. very like light and mm-hmm. fun, but also very for us to learn the to value it. and the importance of what that is. So we'll share that yeah. in a little bit. Not now. <laughs> we'll keep you guys waiting and we'll keep you guys like um, anxious to see what we're gonna talk about. But um, how was your day today, Luis? What did you do? Anything fun? Mm-hmm. Anything interesting? Or Even better, your weekend, how was that? Yeah, the weekend was pretty interesting. So I don't think nobody knows, but uh, me and my family, we we went out of town today, which uh, also I know Gabby and her friends went out of town. But uh, for us, it was cool. You know, we went out to uh, L.A. for the weekend. uh, But that was kind of spontaneous, too, because I guess our our uncles wanted to go out to Universal Studios, and we were just like, all right, that's cool. Like, we'll have fun. They're like, no, Uh we want you guys to come. And it was the week of, so we're just like, oh, man. Didn't they, like, just open it, too, this weekend? Yeah. The 16th. So the day we went basically was Saturday, but they had opened Friday, I think. Yeah, a day before the 16th. So it it was cool. I mean, it wasn't too crazy, you know. Uh, There was still a couple of rides, you know, that were closed. Some didn't work. Some, you know, uh, some were open. I know Jurassic World was open. The tour, the little train thingy that takes you around was open. Uh, Some things, you know, some... There was a ride, I think, Secret Life of Pets. You have to download an app and then reserve your spot uh, or at a time or something. Yeah. Uh, but I think they might do that for other rides in the future as well. But, of course, there's also, you know, social distancing. You have to wear your mask. Um, but then, you know, outside of LA, if you're trying to go to, like, Callejones or, like, out in the street, nobody cares about none of that. They, they, for real? Reckless, reckless. So it's kind of, in a sense, it's kind of dangerous. Um, but you just, you know, have to always be cautious and take your, uh, what do you call it? Precautions. Precautions. Yeah. But it was fun. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I also went to LA <laughs> this weekend. Uh, yeah. Funny that you say that. We did not go to Universal Studios. We actually went to Magic Mountain. So okay. I had never been before. Cool, cool, cool. And I'm not a fan of roller coasters. So the ones compared to like Discovery Kingdom, if you live near Vallejo and you've been there, you know the rides are not that big. They're okay. Mm-hmm. Magic Mountain was a different story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the rides were much bigger. Yeah. Um, I rode most of them except one because one of them was like a standing roller coaster, which I was like, um, I'm not trying to fall out, right? So surprisingly, like you said, people were wearing their masks and stuff, but honestly, they weren't um, practicing social distancing at Mm -hmm. all. Like people honestly could care less. They were just Mm -hmm. like, whatever, we're trying to have fun. Um, But since the park was bigger, I think that helped because mostly groups were separated besides like waiting in line for rides everyone was pretty separated and stuff um some tables were closed to practice social distancing and um i mean that was day one and then we stayed there for the weekend so we went to like plaza mexico and other places that i had never been to long beach and stuff so it was definitely a fun weekend Mm -hmm. today i rested because i was tired (laughs) (laughs) uh but the weekend was definitely fun and i think that it's okay to go out but all with all while taking certain precautions and you know having your hand sanitizer wearing your mask properly yeah um and just being mindful of the people around you and being careful getting tested and stuff but honestly i think it's okay to do you know i don't know if you saw i think we shared it last week but 
they allow churches to open up 100% now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if all churches are doing it, yeah. but um, they're allowed to now. So I think even you can do like 50% or 75%, however, whatever works for your church and stuff. I'm so excited that we have our services inside yeah. uh, now, though. And just I love that things are starting to feel like they're back to normal. Yeah. I don't know if you have any news to share for today. Yeah. I actually saw something on the way here. Uh, so I'll share that. Yeah, uh, the Pfizer vaccine. Okay. Uh, they were doing it for free here in Antioch. So if you live in the area like Antioch, Brentwood, mm-hmm. Concord, Bainpoint, and you're looking for a place to get vaccinated and stuff, don't worry about insurance or anything. I'm pretty sure vaccines are free right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pfizer vaccine, you can go ahead and get it. I think it was like open um appointment so you didn't need an actual appointment you could just like walk in that's what it's called and you could get your appointments and stuff which is oh that's crazy like (laughs) so you get your vaccine now yeah have you got it luis are you planning on getting it (laughs) i'm waiting it out to see what happens with people (laughs) for real the reactions because honestly at this point we don't really know yeah how people's bodies are reacting i know we mentioned last week about the johnson and johnson vaccine how people were having like certain reactions um, and it's crazy. Like, we really yeah. got to be careful, you guys, because I haven't heard any updates about the vaccine. Have you? No. But like I mean, a- I was talking to my mom, you know, like if God, you know, made us this body, he does everything perfect. So if we ever get sick, the our own bodies will create the the antibodies. You, you know what? So you right. In a sense, we don't need the vaccine. But if you want to go ahead and do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, my thought. For sure. I mean, it's definitely a good thought. I agree. Um, another news that i had was that there are plans to open up california around the summer in the june months which is crazy like they're planning on opening it i know that they opened texas already Uh um but i was like oh my goodness i live in california and they're planning on opening it yeah um and i just think to myself imagine if they take like um the mandate to wear your masks and stuff i know some people are not obeying it already um but still i feel like we have to be careful even if you get the vaccine or you don't like be mindful of that we don't know how long this can last or we can just extend it more and stuff but at the end of the day god has everything in his hands and god knows you know what we're gonna go through what like why this covid thing had to happen and i think we just have to learn from it and yeah i mean there's not really anything else we can do but learn and progressing definitely getting better but yeah actually you said texas so texas there's a lot of stuff going in texas i know texas is a crazy state but uh recently i think there was a law that they passed where anybody could buy as much guns as they want what? they don't I need didn't a permit or none of that so uh i know on social media they were making fun of it that there was gonna look like you know call of duty or Warzone, where everybody's shooting at each other and oh all that my stuff. goodness and i was like yo you guys gotta be careful you don't know who you're opening these doors to because i mean we already have you know school shootings and all these stuff so yeah. opening that opportunity for all these people without permits is just scary um, it, it really is because um i know that certain places like you have to be a certain age to buy Mm -hmm. them uh but you don't know how people are going to handle that or like what they're going to use it for um here in california some schools are open not all but if you remember a few years back i think it was all around the united states that we saw so many school shootings and so many children lost their lives uh, because of gun violence and the improper use of guns and honestly it's just something we have to be careful about um I think we should be way more strict yeah. on like who we sell those things to because yeah. that like literally life and death in your hands whoever you give that to you know what i mean yeah. so because I, mean, I know they're for i think i think it is california or some other states but basically if you try to get a gun you have there's a waiting period because i know um there's a i think there's a story where pe- uh, people try to buy guns in order to get revenge like you know the Oh, the gangsters and all that stuff or the yeah, gang violence yeah. uh and so you know they with anger people try to buy guns and you know do their deed but because of that same um thing they there's a waiting period so mm-hmm. some people have to wait in order to get their gun or get their yeah have access to their gun so i think they should keep it like that but then again, they you know, should everybody... they should have rules they should have people you know monitoring that because yeah and have the gun to their name because if people you know do crazy stuff that way they know like who had the gun and stuff yeah was there any other news i mean you said texas was crazy yeah go for it i mean i know that this year like poor texas has gone through so much you remember the snowstorm that they had like they were not prepared at all and i know a lot of people like lost their homes so sorry for that um if you were involved in that in any way but 
hopefully things get better yeah, hopefully things got better because i know they dealt with you know earthquakes uh i think there was a, a flood or something yeah so many things happened like there was an earthquake even here in california the other day you didn't see it no it was like a four point something um i believe it was in southern california uh-huh. but it, they felt it and stuff and like people got scared because they're like oh what if the big one comes like you yeah. know what if there's like an aftershock and uh-huh. like you know they have to prepare and stuff. So I thought that was crazy because I was out there that weekend, you know. <laughs> so I didn't feel it or anything, yeah. but I saw it in the news. I was like, oh, Lord, okay. Yeah. We got to be careful with that and going out and stuff. But do you have anything else to share? If not, um, we can move on to today, the conversation that we're going to have and stuff. There was one more thing. Uh, okay, I found it. out that people were not scamming, but giving out uh, fake COVID uh, slips fake covid yeah, vaccination so cards yeah so on ebay they were selling them i think they already like filled out and everything <laughs> so you know people who don't want to get vaccines they just buy it and then they could travel or whatever so oh now gosh. i guess i don't know what they're gonna do about it but um yeah they have to be careful <laughs> or i don't know they just have to check people yeah like, good see their records or their name social security whatever because certain um places are requiring you to have a vaccination yeah. card or they're even thinking about making like a vaccination passport yeah. so you have to have like all your vaccines and check to be able to even like step out of the country mm-hmm. i think um, disney was trying to implement that yeah yeah and disney so. was trying to do that also disney opens this weekend <laughs> oh my goodness that's something else i'm yeah. so excited um i love disney <laughs> like i love all things disney so i i don't have tickets did you see by the way that like, I don't know if you got tickets to Disneyland, mm-hmm. right? But people waited, like, a full-on day, like, 24 yeah. hours to get tickets mm-hmm. to Disneyland. Because um, they opened up the portal or whatever, like, at 8 in the morning. Yeah. And people didn't get tickets till, like, 9 or 10 p.m. I was like, um, yeah, I love Disneyland, right? But I don't think I would wait that long yeah. to get tickets because um i'll just i'd rather wait that's a lot of patience yeah patience is oh, key guys yeah, but <laughs> to some, turn a certain extent <laughs> <laughs> yeah to a certain extent to certain things yeah um but moving on to our topic for tonight yeah. and what we have to share like i was saying earlier i'm so excited for this conversation because it's something that as believers we're all gonna experience we're all gonna do and um i think that we should all kind of know and go back to the root of what that is which is worship and that's what we're going to be speaking on tonight because worship is such a beautiful thing and it's not just limited to music let me just say that like before we start the full conversation worship is not limited to worship i know that when we think about worship at least myself that's the first thing that comes to Mm. mind i think of like my favorite worship songs and i think of like me jamming out to them you know um but that's not entirely what worship is you know and we're gonna look Uh, today we're going to look at what worship is and just um, examples of worship, the power that worship has over our life, over our circumstances, over our situations, over what we go through, Um, because truly there is power in worship. And I know that we've had experiences that we can even share today and Mm. stuff, Um, but there's something so beautiful about worshiping and I don't know if you want to start the conversation yeah, or I sure. can start the conversation, whatever works. Well, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And <laughs> Go for it. Like, so uh, while I was, you know, doing preparing for this message or this program, you know, you always got to start off with what is the topic, right? So for yeah. us in this case, what is worship? Um, and so I, I Googled it and some things, you know, worshiping gods was one of them. But if you look closely to us, you know, uh, our relationship with God, it says, put simply, worship is declaring the greatness of someone or something. Mm-hmm. It is the act of giving up your own glory to make sure everyone knows that the thing being worshipped is pretty awesome. To put it even more sufficiently, worship is bowing down and lifting up. So I guess in putting it into our perspective, you know, worshiping is, you know, surrendering ourselves to God and acknowledging that he is greater, that he is the almighty God. You yeah. know, he's a powerful one. He's the one who blesses us. He's the one who takes care of us. He's the one who could do make the impossible possible. And so, um, yeah. I Definitely. Know. I mean, I think that's what I think of, excuse me, when I hear the word worship. Like, because I know you hear it ever since you're a little kid, you know, oh, we're going to worship God. I know uh-huh. I didn't grow up in church, but I always heard that phrase. Like, yeah. we're going to go worship God today. And I always thought to myself that worship was music because in my mind, you know, that's all I had known. I hadn't really 
built a relationship with God yet. So that's what I thought worship to be. But when I grew older and I actually started having a relationship with God, I was like, worship is so much more about my gratitude towards God, about who God is, worshiping him for that, not because of what he does or what he can do for me, but because of just simply the fact of who he is. Yeah. What You know, because he's awesome. Like you said, like the yeah. simplicity of God, like he, oh my goodness, he has so many things. And just recognizing who he is and I think that when we position our heart to see the goodness of God, when we position our heart to see who he is, we are able to worship him for that. And we are able to not only do it through music, but to live a life that glorifies and honors to his name and points to him. Yeah. Because that is what worship should be, you know. Our life, every single day, what we do, you know, whether we are helping someone, whether we are opening the door for someone, whether we are cooking or whatever we are doing, you know, we can do it to glorify God. Yeah. And I think that's the beautiful thing that when we understand that true worship is that, mm -hmm. it's not, you know, just music or whatever. No, it's doing that, honoring God in any and every way you can, helping someone, hearing yeah. someone out, praying for someone, being there for someone. Um, serving the church is yeah. such a good way to honor God and such a good way to worship God. And there's so many ways um, that we see that. I wanted to talk about the power of worship. And I know that we had mentioned that earlier today, but there's a story in the Bible that honestly, like to me, it just, it's so powerful. And I know I heard it in Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> so when I thought about the power of worship, this is the first story that came to mind and it's when the Israelites were marching around the wall of Jericho. Uh -huh. I don't know if you remember that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I thought about it because they took a while to walk around that. Like I could never, I know that <laughs> we shared, I think when we had to walk 10 miles with the youth, mm -hmm. like <laughs> I'm not used <laughs> to walking, right? So I was so sorry if you don't know, yeah. right? If you're not part of Templo Santo Community Church, we had a wonderful, wonderful youth camp that we went to. Yeah. Um, we actually hiked 10 miles, which if you're not used to that, like it's a lot. Yeah, something. Um, so I was super tired and stuff, but it was so fun. And that's why, I don't know, it just came to mind while thinking about um, the story of Jericho and Mar the Israelites marching around the walls. But basically, they walked around the walls once every day for six days. And on the seventh day, they marched around it seven times. Yeah. And then um, the priests blew their uh, horns and Israelites raised a great shout. And the walls of the city fell. So it's a very short, summarized story and stuff. And I'll read you, oh, <laughs> I'll read you guys a verse right now. Um, but I thought it was so powerful. And I thought about it when, because we're talking about the power of worship. Uh -huh. Because... Yes, we see the victory when, you know, they shout and they give a big shout on the seventh day. But I think that the way that they truly worshiped God, first off, they obeyed. Yeah. Obedience is a yeah. huge key factor in worshiping God, you know, because sometimes I think God will make us uncomfortable and God will make us want to do something that we don't really want to do mm -hmm. to make us grow. And I can assure you, people probably mocked them. People probably, like, thought funny of them and were like, you know what, like, you're crazy to think that you're going to walk around six times and then seventh on the seventh day. Like, that's so much walking. Like, do you really think those walls are going to fall without you doing anything about it? Mm -hmm. Right? So I think the first step in worship is obedience and obeying God. You know, if God is calling you to serve, do it. If God is calling you um, to pray for someone, do it. If God is speaking something to you to share to somebody else, speak it, you know because that's the first key if we want to be able to hear the voice of god and um see that victory one day i think that we truly have to start with obedience because obedience is key you know yeah. taking that first step and walking even though if we're not sure what's the outcome or what, what's going to happen you know but trusting that and waiting on god like trusting is so hard first of all um and i can't even imagine how they felt uh But the faith that they had allowed them and led them to that victory, led them to be able to see the walls of Jericho come um, come down. I know there's a song in Spanish that says, um, it talks about the walls falling yeah. and stuff. Uh, there's so many, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just something to really think about. And when I think about the power of worship, I think of that story. I think the walls, and I think in my life, When I worship God, you know, when I serve God, when I pray to God, 
it's like I'm taking that step of obedience. It's like I'm walking around those walls. And in God's time, those walls will fall. You know, in God's times, those doors will open if that's his will. You know, in God's time, we will see that victory. Um, But the thing about worship, guys, and this is more leading into like with music or in your time of prayer, in your time of intimacy with God. But the thing about worship is when you do it like that, sometimes God will make us wait. Yeah. And we were talking about that earlier, mm-hmm. right, before starting the podcast. But waiting is such a hard thing to do, you guys. Yeah. Um, and I can't even imagine them walking around the walls. You know, probably the first day they're so excited. They're like, yeah, the walls are going to fall down. Mm-hmm. And then by like day two or day three, how tired they must have been yeah. by walking. And how not seeing anything happen. Yeah. Like the wall's still there. It looks pretty sturdy. And exactly. Yeah. Like we're not seeing anything change. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're tired, you know, we feel discouraged. We don't yeah. want to keep on walking. Like, and then think about it. They had to walk seven times the seventh day. Like that's so much walking. Yeah. I can't even imagine how big the city of like Jericho was and for them to have to like walk around it. Yeah. Um, but that can be us sometimes in our spiritual walk, you know, yeah. when we're trying to worship God, when we're trying to walk in obedience, when we're trying to walk in faith, you know, we can feel exhausted. We can say, God, it feels like I've just been going around around in circles and nothing's changing. God, it feels like, you know, I don't see those walls are falling. God, it feels like, you know what, I'm worshiping you and I'm praising and I'm doing, but nothing's changing. My circumstance is not changing. But remember, we shared at the beginning, worship is not about what God can do. Worship is about who he is. And just because we're not seeing something change, just because we're not seeing, you know, our situation get better, you know, in the moment, in the instance that we're praying, in the moment that we're worshiping, doesn't mean or doesn't change the fact that of who God is. You know, he is still the same God. And that's the thing. I think as humans and just because of the culture and the society that we have built up now we want things to happen so fast we want things to you know we want to receive the answer as soon as we um, ask it yeah but that's not how god works god wants us to wait and i you know it's something that i was thinking about too we see the number seven a lot Mm -hmm. in the bible i don't know if you guys noticed Mm -hmm. that right but we see it when at the beginning in creation and we see it in the story seven and there's just so many times in the bible where we see this uh the number seven which um in a sense presents represents perfection it represents good um and i think about it because god makes so many people in the bible wait Mm -hmm. and i'm like it it's so crazy how much he makes some wait because some wait much less. Some like some waited years yeah. and some waited days, mm-hmm. but they all had something in common. They all had to wait. Mm-hmm. But when we see at the end is they receive their victory. They w- they receive what they were praying for and more, mm-hmm. and more. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that's the power in worship. Yeah. We see that when we worship, we receive not only what we ask for, but we receive more because that's what God does. God go, God comes and he gives, he comes to give us life and life abundantly. He doesn't just give us the minimum, but he gives us the maximum and more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so awesome to see that when we worship and when we praise and when we call out to God and when we serve and when we put our part, God does the rest in his time. Yeah, You know, I don't know. Uh, if you had maybe another story to share in the Bible regarding to worship, but that's the first one I thought about, you know, in the story of Jericho. I know that, like I said, I heard it in Sunday school. And it's just a reminder because for me personally in my life, I'm still in a waiting season. You know, I was sharing with Luis earlier about my situation in school and just things. And it's funny because, you know, I still serve in church. Mm -hmm. I'm still, you know, helping on Sundays or with our youth or whatever. Um, and it's not something easy to do. I'll tell you that it's something really hard to wake up and push yourself when you don't feel like it. And, you know, continue to pray when you don't see anything happening, continue to trust when you don't see that, um, anything is changing. And for me, I feel like ever since I came to God, I've always had to wait. You know, if, for those of you that know me personally, you guys know that my mom doesn't come to church. You guys know that, um, there's a lot of things happening in my family and stuff, but one of the greatest lessons that God has 
taught me while I'll, while I wait is the power of worship. And when I sit back and I think and I see, you know, maybe I haven't received exactly what I want, but look at the goodness of God. Look at everything that I have received. Look at everything that has gone good. Look at every door that God has opened because of this. Um, so I think the more that God makes you wait, the greater is the reward. Um, it's hard, but it's so worth it. And worship is something that there's going to be days that you're not going to want to worship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's going to be days where you're going to be so tired and you don't want to go to church. There's going to be days that you don't want to pray because honestly, like praying sometimes can feel like such a chore. Yeah. Praying can feel like, oh, I got to pray. Right. Or like. I got to read my Bible today. I don't even understand it. Like, why am I going to read it, right? Yeah. But see, we see it in the story of the Israelites walking around. They simply obeyed. Yeah. They didn't say anything. They, okay, we'll, we'll do it. You want us to walk around? We'll walk around. Um, and God will do that sometimes with us. He'll say, you know what? I, want, I need you to do this. I need you to wait. I need you to be patient with me. I need you to, while you wait, to serve i need you to while you wait to follow me i need you to while you wait to pray to worship me and you don't have to do it in front of everybody you don't have to do it in a church but you can simply do it in your room in your intimate time with god because that is where god transforms us that yeah. is where god changes things not in front of everybody like don't get me wrong he can totally do that but yeah. i think the moments that are the best in worship and like praising god is in the intimate when we are able to just be one-on-one -on -one with the holy spirit and you know be in his presence and there's i think there's nothing better than that yeah no for sure and also i wanted to bring up the the not the topic but the subject you know of not being ashamed of worshiping because i know uh gabby was bringing that story that that's the story that came to her mind but for me when it comes to worship i think of king david you know we always mention king yeah. david being you know the warrior he's doing you know taking care of all these things and fighting but he was also a worshiper he was after god's heart and uh i forgot what what book it was in but uh where it talks about that he danced through the streets and he was you know he was worshiping but yeah. he was acting you know at his own way he was worshiping his own way but i guess his wife was kind of embarrassed of him or ashamed that he was dancing that way uh but i mean everybody has their own way of worshiping god everybody has you know uh, like Abby was saying, some of us, you know, we worship at home in our cars, in the bathroom sometimes even. In the shower. In the shower, that's where, you know, <laughs> the, the vocals, vocals come out. You, you sound like, you know, uh, elevation worship or something <laughs> like that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just not being ashamed because I know I can relate to that as well. Like, there was... Um, there was always times at church, you know, where there's a worship team going on and you're just down with the whole church at the sanctuary. And uh, there's that song, you know, that you it, it touches your heart, but you're just, like, you're just like, I don't want to raise my hands because of what people might say, because, you know, I know this guy, but, you know, he's not. Uh, I feel like he might say something if I raise my hands. And I remember I, most most of the times I would just hold it in. I wouldn't let it out. You know, I wouldn't mm -hmm. express it. But there was this one time I was just, you know, I felt my heart was heavy. And at that moment, I felt God tug on me. I tug on my heart and he was like, you know, just let it go. Oh, like lift up your hands because when you lift your hands, that's an act of surrender. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I knew it was that, but I was always too scared to raise my hands that it's high. It's scary. It's scary because it's bold. You have to be bold in order to do that. Definitely. And so I remember I hardly raised my hands. I always kept my hands down, but I would always close my eyes, you know. And so um, I remember that service, uh, I was just feeling heavy and that song came on while they were worshiping and then that, that moment came and I was like, all right, well, God, well, I don't care who's looking, but I feel like you're going to do something like yeah. crazy in my heart. And so I just lift my hands up and as soon as I lift my hands up, I feel this warmth come over my body and I just start crying on the spot and I'm like, oh my goodness, it feels amazing. It's a beautiful feeling once yeah. you're in God's presence and you just feel free, like whatever you were carrying, whatever uh, sin you have, whatever thoughts, negative thoughts were uh, going through your mind, it all goes away and it all vanishes. Like when you're in God's presence, you don't feel or notice time. Yeah. Um, There's nothing like yeah. it. It's truly, it's truly one of a kind of experience. I mean, now that you're sharing that, like, for me, I never forget the first time, like, 
that happened to me. I was at camp and yeah. um, I remember they were just singing. I've said it so many times. They were singing Set of Fire and it's like, it's such a simple song and everything. But I too, like, I was also feeling like very like heavy and just like, I guess I didn't feel like myself or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember they were talking about being chosen and God loving us and God having a great purpose for us. And I was like, you know what? I don't care what anybody says. I don't care who's looking at me. Like, I'm just going to raise my hands. Like, I just, I need God. Yeah. I need God right now. Um, and I remember, like, to this day, that's that's one of the moments that, like, brings me to tears when I think about it because I'm like, God, like, how are you so good that you would just love us? You would, um, like, take our shame away. Like, you would just, it, like you said, it feels just like a warm hug. Yeah. Like, so much... You feel so at peace. Yeah. Um, and it's such an awesome experience, truly. There's nothing better than doing that. And it takes us to lift our hands. And like you were saying, it could be scary because yeah. I know if you're in our youth group, you know, or you're at church and you might think, oh, these crazy uh, worship leaders are always saying, raise your hands and, you know, clap your hands and do this. And as a person who has led a worship before, right, uh, we don't do it just to say it. Yeah. I think that we really say it because we we know the experience that we've had with worship and we know the transformation that God can do from the inside out, yeah. you know, with the simple act of raising your hands. Because like you said, it's an act of surrender. It's an yeah. act of saying, God, you know, I can't do things on my own. I need mm-hmm. you. Um, I want more of you. You know, I surrender my desires, my thoughts, my dreams, my hopes all to you because you are the only one that holds my future you are the one that has the best for me and you know there's the moment you surrender to god it's it's so beautiful it's something so great and uh truly i you know i was thinking about it right now because you were talking about king david and there's a lot of songs that in spanish particularly are regarding worship and king david because he he's known as a worshiper you know like you said he's known as a man after god's own heart and one of the crazy things that I love to see and I notice in the story of um, King David is that there were times that he himself felt distance from God. Yeah. He himself felt that um, he didn't want to worship. And there's a Psalms. I was trying to look for it. I'll find it right now. Yeah. Where he literally says, um, you know, I again will worship God, you know. And I think it's beautiful because there's times that I have experienced that, you know, like we're sharing about the moments that we feel um, good with God. But guys, there's times that you're going to feel like you can't anymore. Yeah. You're not gonna, You're going to feel like whether it be like far from God. I know we've shared that before, how we felt like that yeah. and stuff. But God is there. God is our refuge. God is our fortress. And oh, my goodness, like those moments make it worth the wait yeah you know because there's seasons where you're gonna feel like that but when you truly seek the presence of god the word of god says seek and you will find yeah you know sometimes we're like oh god like where are you like i can't feel you but sometimes i think we overthink it yeah like look at the sunset look at the flowers feel the wind like passing by you know that's god you Mm -hmm. know because he created all this he made us um the way we are and i just think that when we understand the importance of worship the power of worship and we understand that we should never just worship because of our emotions because i know that when i started i was like that i'd be like oh you know i'm gonna worship because i feel like worshiping today but there came a time where i I was just like "Ah, i don't really want to worship today but i remember thinking to myself you know what even if I don't feel it, I'm going to worship. Even if I don't want to, I'm going to worship because God, you are still good. God, you are still God. Even like, even regardless of my emotions, you know, my emotions don't matter at this point. Um, Because think about it. If we were to have a relationship with somebody else and have it strictly on emotions, like that would not work out, you guys, you know, like, because think about it. Some days you're like, happy some days you're sad some days you're like you don't care Uh like our emotions are crazy our heart is deceiving you guys (laughs) that is why we should never want to worship just based on emotions we worship because of who he is and um 
let me see i'm like yeah no and i would say also you know you mentioned obedience and uh obedience is one of the key things as well because like the like I, i'm sharing you know there's times where you just don't feel like worshiping but when god he calls you and he tells you no pick up that instrument or put that worship music on and you do it it's because something amazing is going to happen in that moment and that's happened to me too like you know there was times where i'm in my room you know just wanting to do other things you know besides read god's word or worship but god's like you know pick up the guitar or pick up the piano play this melody and you know it's it's tough because you you want your heart your fleshly heart wants to do other things but then your spirit is hungry it desires that and so once you you're obedient to god you know he overcomes you and he he i mean he comes to you and he makes you feel this peace uh and sometimes we don't even admit or we don't want to admit that we need that peace yeah but once it comes you're just like wow we put up a wall yeah we do um oh my goodness but i found the verse and it's in psalms 42 and uh it says like this as a deer pants for flowing streams so pants my soul for you O god and my soul thirsts for you for the living god when shall i come and appear before god my tears have been my food day and night while they say to me all day long where is your god these things i remember as i pour out my soul how i would go um, with a throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. Um, why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise His, uh, praise Him, my salvation and my God. Um, and it goes, like, it's a pretty long chapter. Mm-hmm. We can read it or share it another day. But it repeats that, like, two or three times. It says... Um, let me go back to it why are you cast down oh my soul and why are you in turmoil within me hope in god for i shall again praise him and this has been one of my favorite psalms to read in the moments that i don't want to worship god in the moments that i don't want to praise god because i'm like okay even if you don't want to worship god like you're going to worship you know because what we say has power Mm -hmm. you know and if i know sometimes we may think of it as a joke like oh you know i'm gonna say like, I'm broke or I'm this, but you guys, will we say <laughs> truly? You're declaring it over your life. Yeah, you are declaring it over your life. So think about it. In the moments that you feel like you can or you don't want to worship God, say, you know what? I'm going to worship. Yeah. You know, I'm going to worship God. I'm going to praise God. Um, think of the things that God has done in your life. Some of the things that have also helped me worship, continue to worship God in the moments that I don't want to yeah. is having a journal. I love writing and it helps me because when I feel discouraged, I look back and I'm brought to everything that God has brought me out of and everything that God has done. And it just, it's so awesome because I'm like, I get to see that even in that moment that I wrote it and I was feeling discouraged, it's like that song says, even when I don't see it, you're working. Yeah. Um, and I truly believe that, that in the moments that, God seems silent in the moment that God seems distant is when he is nearest to you is when he is, you know, there even like, I think that we have brought this like, um, not stigma, not stereotype. I don't know, know what the word is, but I think when you become a Christian, or at least when I became a Christian, I've always heard oh, you know, you got to be on fire for God. Mm -hmm. But I think to myself, a flame runs out. And there's a time where you feel, you know, like you want to do everything. And there's a time where you feel like, okay, I don't want to worship. I don't want to do anything. So I think we should be cautious in the words that we use. We should always have a desire to seek God. Yeah always and there's a song like we're talking about favorite worship songs (laughs) oh my goodness right my favorite worship songs i have two two favorite worship songs old ones so (laughs) the english one would be a set of fire just because of the simplicity and the memory that i have with it but the spanish one is un destello de tu gloria by jesus adrian romero Mm -hmm. that is a song okay um and i was sharing with Lise earlier i said we could play it Oh, yeah, let's see if we can find it. I love it mm-hmm. because it it talks about wanting, you know, to feel, wanting just a moment, even just a moment in the presence of God because that in itself is so worth it. That in itself has so much value. And I think that's what we should 
um, aspire to every day, you know, seeking the presence of God and seeking him in worship, seeking him, you know, um, in prayer, in fasting. There's so many things that we can do to worship God, to honor God. And um, if you haven't experienced that, if you haven't experienced being in the presence of God, seek him. You know, are you playing it? Is mm. that what I'm hearing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can like hear it in the background. It's such a good song. Um, and it brings me, it brings me to tears because of what it says, you know, seeking the presence of God and the power, the importance, the value that being even just in a moment. Yeah. Because it's crazy how being in his presence for just a moment can change so many things. Yeah. You know, from just the touch of God, how you can go from being sad to being joyful, how it can change your life. It could change, like, the path of your life, just being in the presence of God. Um, and, like, truly, if you haven't heard this song, I recommend you do. I don't know, like, yeah. I don't know what's your favorite worship song. Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I have a lot. Um, <laughs> there's so many to count. Because I know, like I mentioned, you know, that whenever God, you know, comes to my heart, when he tells me, you know, worship. Like, I just go to my piano and I play whatever. And then at the moment, he brings a song to my mind. Yeah. And that song is the one that he hits me with, you know. Yeah. And other times, it's different songs. But, you know, there's always Juan Gran, Mi Corazón. Yeah. It is Mi Respirar. Yeah. This one, there's a lot, but I'm more of a Spanish worship. Yeah, I, feel I agree. Like, I don't know. It just, my heart is just, I don't know. It goes crazy when it comes to a Spanish <laughs> worship. I, okay, I feel like Spanish worship on the conversation of that is something else. It yeah, hits different because, for example, La Niña de Tus Ojos, uh -huh. um, that's such a good song too. Uh, there's so many from Jesus Adrian Romero that I like. There's also, I'm trying to think, um, there's one. Well, well, let me find it. Poderoso Dios. Oh, yeah. Uh, Caesar guys, said his uh, is to my knees. I'll see if I can find it. We'll see. We'll, we'll see if we can play it. Hi, Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. I don't know if you want to give us a call at 925-384-0049. I'm going to go ahead and repeat that. It's 925-384-0049. Or um, you guys, we haven't announced our um, Instagram, right? But if you guys want to follow us on at Let's Be Real TSCC, you guys can do that. We'll be doing a giveaway soon, so make sure you follow us on there. If you missed our last one, we gave away some awesome AirPods, okay? Yeah. So who knows what could be given next. Yeah. Um, but go ahead and do that. We also are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, just in case you want to, you know, tune in again to the um what's it called to the podcast and you know just share it with your friends and stuff but yeah. on to the topic of worship again in our favorite worship songs and stuff um spanish worship i think is awesome because a lot of it is like biblically based if that makes sense like uh -huh. they use a lot of like verses yeah. and stuff so i think it just it's more genuine worship in a sense you know i think worship now has moved more into like um what god puts in my heart which is not bad because God can definitely put something in your heart to share yeah, with yeah, somebody. Yeah. But reading, like, just the word of God, like, I know some, there's some, there's one by Daniel Calvetti that's literally called, like, Psalms 150. Mm -hmm. And it's literally just, like, literally Psalms 150. Mm -hmm. So he's, like, singing that and stuff. And it's a really happy song. And um, that's a good one. I think there are a few so English him ones him that oh. also, you know, are good. Yeah, but it's rare. I don't know for for them to like hit home or to hit your heart or make your heart, you know, uh, feel that desire for God. It's I don't know. I don't want to say nothing against you know yeah. English English worship, but definitely for me in my personal walk with God, I feel like Spanish Spanish worship is always what makes me desire God. I don't know when yeah. I get in my intimate moments, it's always. And, and I think that's something good to look out for and something to think about because worship is never about us. Worship yeah. is about God. Yeah. You know, so if we're listening to a song and stuff and honestly, like some wor some worship songs are honestly just to make you feel good. I feel like um, they're more like radio songs. Yeah. They're more like just like casual songs, uh -huh. which 
you know, is not bad. I feel like, <laughs> you know, for example, for the car ride or like even for youth group or to be with friends. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to worshiping God, yeah. to glorifying his name, to lifting his name up high, like there's so many other songs. Um, and I think Spanish worship um, has that, or at least oldies have that authenticity, have that genuineness, have that like desire to seek God mm-hmm. in every song that has been written. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm looking at my playlist and I have a lot of English songs, um, but I have a lot of span. I have way more Spanish ones yeah. <laughs> that I do have in English. Or probably because we grew up in a Spanish church. That so too. We probably need to explore more English. English. Yeah, because I don't know a lot of English songs, but. Spanish ones, I do have a lot, and, you know, they're honestly my favorite. Um, Some oldies and some new ones, like, oh, well, one of the ones that I like in English are Holy Spirit. That's also, Mm -hmm. like, an old one. Um, But in Spanish, like, the faster ones, like, Vino Celestial. (laughs) Like, I know this is an English podcast, right? But if you haven't heard Spanish worship, like, you need to. You need to get on that real quick, right? Because Spanish worship is something else. You're getting to know us more with this podcast. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, like, what we like and um, what we're used to. But Mm -hmm. going on to the actual topic of (laughs) worship and how beautiful it is and stuff, um, I, well, I kind of shared already my experience with worship, but I just want to say, like, there was a time, I don't know if you remember this moment, but Mm -hmm. where... Uh, I remember being younger and I was probably like 12, 13 years old and we had already moved into the new building, um, Templo Santo, the one that we are currently at now. And I remember that day we were like pastor was going to preach, but we ended up just worshiping. Like Mm -hmm. we just, you know, God, he was saying, God just wants us to worship right now. So instead of having a devotion or like a sermon on a Sunday, we just continued to go into worship and worship and we're singing like Como Dijiste and all those old songs. Um, and I remember there was a moment where he said, you know what? Um, he's like, we j- we're just g- like everyone, like we're just going to bow down and like, you know, go, go on our knees and like honor God. Yeah. And oh, I, like I get chills to this <laughs> moment because in unison, yeah. I kid you not, in unison, you just everyone like on their knees in a beautiful moment yeah. of surrender to God. Um, and that is what I think I love about worship because it's so it's so beautiful yeah like when you when you surrender to god and when you truly truly have that desire to not just like not something superficial not something so somebody can see you not like not lifting your hands like oh for someone to say look at they're lifting their hands up no Mm. like to lift your hands up to say god i need you god i want you like god i desire for you god i can't do life on my own you know um that is genuine worship you know and just the impact that it has because i know for me i never really shared worship to my friends up until it hit me until it impacted me i know in school like I know I mentioned in high school, there was that time where I just, I was embarrassed or ashamed of the gospel, you know, but then like I also said that there was friends who, who were in need and I would introduce them to worship and there was this actually this one friend, uh, we, we used to be friends since middle school or high, yeah, middle school. Um, but yeah, she was going through some stuff and uh, the what made me happy was that she came up to me uh, saying like, hey, Louise, look, listen to this song. And it was Oceans. Mm. And I was like, what? And she's like, this is my favorite song. She's Aww. like, it just makes me feel so much peace. Like, I just want to say thank you for introducing me to this. And still to this day, like, I mean, she, of course, her family and all that stuff, they still do their own stuff, their own life. Um, but she still has that in her heart, that God is there listening to her, that God's yeah. there to help her and love her. And I mean, I know not, she hasn't accepted Christ fully, but... I'm still praying for her and I, I just seeing you know that moment God still brings that moment to me where she was excited and her eyes were full of joy just to yeah. hear that song and to know that there is a God that loves you and through a song he's able to show that love and it, yeah it's awesome that we are able to do that by just sharing such a simple thing like a song yeah you know sharing such a simple verse and people like people are down to hear worship music because yeah. I know that um, lately, uh, especially with Oceans, like a lot of people know that song. Yeah. 
so they're like oh yeah i really like the song i like what it says and i think in a world right now where we have so many people struggling with anxiety depression and um like things that just make you feel so down bringing a little bit of light with worship is something so i think awesome that we can do yeah sharing that with people because another thing we've experienced that awesome moment we've experienced all these awesome moments in worship but sharing them with other people and being bold also i don't know if it's ever happened to you but where you're scared to like lift your hands or you're scared to worship but then all it takes is one person to do it for everyone else in the room to do it for everyone else in the room to worship for everyone else in the room to surrender or you know even when your pastor may do an altar call and you feel that tug in your heart to go, but you're too afraid or you're too scared. You never know what God can do. You know, something that one of my leaders used to always say, don't miss, don't miss a Sunday. Don't miss a Friday. Don't miss a Wednesday, you know, and not just because to show up or to like fill a seat. No, but there's something that God's going to do that day that he won't do the next. Yeah. So don't miss that blessing. Don't miss receiving that encounter with God um, because you never know. Healing might be waiting for you. You know, um, I don't know, like whatever you desire from God, like that can, your promise may be waiting for you in that moment. Yeah. Um, so being in worship is is truly so much more than just an act it's yeah. it's truly something intimate with god and it takes time you know maybe you're not used to being in prayer for 40 minutes but hey if you give god five minutes of your undivided attention he can do so much with that yeah and you can learn like you know one day five minutes another day 10 minutes and then you won't even feel time you won't even feel how long it is you just You'll have that desire to be in the presence of God for as long as you can. Because honestly, there's no place better than being in the presence of God. I know in Spanish, there's a song that says, um, there's no higher place than being at the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's it's true. Like, there's no better place than being in surrender, than being, you know, on your knees. And, you know, something that I didn't start doing up until, like, recently, like, don't get me wrong like when i pray like you know i go on my knees and stuff but when i'm like listening to songs i usually just like you know lift my hands or something Mm -hmm. like i never i never used to go on my knees and it's something that i've been doing like or i've been implementing recently because i'll hear a song or i'll read a verse and i'm just like it just brings me to my knees the fact that like he like who am i like i don't deserve anything like i'm here just by grace and it truly, I think that's what genuine worship does. Yeah. It, it brings us to surrender. It brings us to, you know, realize that we are nothing without God. Yeah. That where would we be if he hadn't come and, like, found us? And, like, that one song in Spanish says to, like, you know, say donde estuviera. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't know where I would be if I didn't have you, God. It's true. Because yeah. God is the one that does the good work in us and God is the one that moves and transforms and he does all that when we worship, when we seek him, when we um, when we praise and don't be afraid to be bold in your faith. Don't be afraid to worship God. Yeah. Young person, you know, maybe if you go on Fridays or whatever day that your church may have a youth group, don't be afraid to be bold in your Christ because you are allowing um other people to have the freedom to worship god yeah. all it takes is one you guys all it takes is one trust me um i'll share this quick little story but uh i went to mount diablo high school which is in concord i went there for three years and ironically like i don't even know why i just switched to pittsburgh high school my last year my mm-hmm. senior year and they had a um not a youth group a christian club yeah. and i was like you know what like I was so scared to go, but I was like, I gotta go, right? Like, I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. I gotta go. And I kid you not, all for the glory of God and everything, but that youth or that Christian club only had like three, four people max. Mm-hmm. And as of like last year or like two years ago, they had even like 30 something people in a meeting. Wow. So that's, you know, God does everything. But I think to myself, 
it really just takes one. Mm-hmm. You know, it just takes one person to be bold for Christ. It just takes one person to surrender. It takes one person to pray, one person to seek God for other people to follow. And you never know if God wants to use you to, you know, lead people into worship. Um, you know, we talked about, not last week, but like a couple weeks ago, we talked about like spiritual gifts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Leading people into worship is such a beautiful gift yeah. that I, that's not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not what God has given me. But, you know, if you are a person that loves to worship, if you are a person that loves to just serve God, um, allow him to use you yeah. because you don't know how many people's life can be impacted because of that i wanted to kind of touch on that as well we can see that if worship is beyond just you know what we were talking about because it goes more it crosses boundaries like we could uh, also mention uh julio melgar the christian um worshiper as well he made a huge impact with you know his testimony with his life you know recently if you if you guys don't know who julio melgar is he's a worshiper a hispanic worshiper uh i think he came from guatemala but um he he sang um he has a uh, lot, has of, a lot song. of songs but the one the main one is cuerdas de amor. oh yeah cuerdas de amor. that's and, the recent one or like yeah. right before he passed away um that song line became viral because i think he did it at one of his last um but the impact that he had yeah. that through that situation god was able to bring like this whole new revival to the christian body christian family community community. and like it's crazy because like for one person to be used by god to you know spread that desire that love to go back into god's presence to be go back to desire to go back into that intimate moment with god because i mean for those who haven't you know to desire to have it yeah because i know when i watched that video and i i seen him you know i guess you could say in his last days uh-huh. to still worship god even though yeah. he was in pain even though he he wasn't strong enough to walk or to stand up but he he still decided to worship god and yeah. to go forth with what god had for him and it's just beautiful to it see is. that impact that he made on many people's lives it's a great song um and it's crazy because he shared and in his testimony like day, literally days i think it was before he passed away that he had written the song way before but he hadn't like sang it or it hadn't come out or anything because mm-hmm. you know it was kind of just back there laying mm-hmm. um and that when he had started i don't know if it was chemo or like something but i don't know if his wife or his daughter reminded him sing the song mm-hmm. sing the song that you wrote mm-hmm. and he was like i wrote the song before i even started the process but now that the impact that people have received, I know for me it's been a blessing of a song, like to feel like literally that hug, that love of mm-hmm. God, like over your life. There's nothing like it. And a song to just remind you of that is something so beautiful that he truly left a legacy behind. Yeah. Um, a legacy that points to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes him s- still a great of an impact to this day because he always pointed to Jesus. Mm-hmm. He always made it a point to honor God in everything that he did and the songs that he wrote and up until his last day here on, on earth. And, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's saying that he's rejoicing now with his yeah. father and, you know, we bless his family and, you know, we thank him for the awesome songs and um, worship moments that he had allowed us to even have to this moment because of social media and YouTube and all that. So, mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, it's already 828. <laughs> um, time goes by so fast. Sorry, I like I got a message. I was like, oh, what is this? Um, but thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. Yeah. We truly hope that this topic of worship has impacted you guys. And we hope that if you haven't experienced that moment with God, or if you feel like, you know, you haven't honored God or served Him, or if you completely don't understand worship yet, we hope that tonight you were able to learn something you were able to take something away um from what we shared and you know if you want to have that moment with god i encourage you to go into your room go into a private place get on your knees and just seek god put a worship song that you love and seek the presence of god and i promise you that he will show up and he will be there with you and um continue to strive every day to seek those moments with god because that's what makes it worth it 
that's what makes us strong in our faith you mm-hmm. know to keep on growing the moments that we feel discouraged that he's our strength yeah so continue to worship family we love you guys thanks so much for tuning in remember we have our podcast every single week at tuesdays um at 7 30 uh, so yeah make sure you tune in we love you guys and hopefully caesar will be here next week joining <laughs> us um to share more about worship because like this is th- okay it's 7 30 right but if you don't know Caesar, if you haven't seen Caesar worship, um, to, like I, I've shared with Lise, but like to me, um, I feel like God has placed that in him to lead people into worship, yeah. if that makes sense, like to lead people into the presence of God. Um, so I feel like he can share in a little bit of sense, like what he has learned. Because yeah. think about it. To be able to worship God in public, you must have done some worshiping in private, yeah. right? Because... You got, you got to learn somehow. Mm-hmm. So I think we can ask him questions next yeah, week about so like his experiences. Yourself, <laughs> yeah, because we're going to be interviewing you next week on leading worship and stuff, yeah. all right? Um, but thank you so much, you guys. This has been Let's Be Real here in Radio Innovacion. Your blessing, um, your radio. We love you. This is Gabriela. This is Luis. And we are out. <laughs> yeah, God bless.